BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Check out today's UFC Unfiltered. Matt and I are finally reunited after a long week apart... Uh, we have Derek Lewis on the phone. We have Johnny Hendricks calling in. I accidentally fart during one of the interviews. Matt catches a whiff and then doesn't mention it until later. <sighs> so much fun. He may finish it here. Oh, he's, he's out. out. He's out. It is all over. UFC and digital media present UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Serra. Powered by digital media. Find your voice. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Together again, finally. It's been too long. A week is too long. I was going to FaceTime you over there. I just didn't want to be weird. I miss Matt, but I, I like missing Matt too because I know it's going to be fun when we see each other. Oh, I know. I know. I wanted to talk to you about everything when you first came in. Well, one day. I'm like, oh, yeah, Jackarice Kimura. You're like, hey, calm down. Calm I down. was out. Uh, Matt was out one day. Having yes. a thing and you indicate that everything is good? Uh, oh, yes. My, with my ass yeah. and my insides? Absolutely. Yes, I got a colonoscopy and uh, everything came out okay. Good. Just good to Literally, do with maintenance. the day before everything came out oh, okay. I know. And then the test was okay too. Absolutely. Did you get one yet? I have, yeah. Those drinks they make you take yeah. to, to clear everything out like Drano? Oh, oh I didn't get that. No? I just had a guy stop over and do it and he said he was a doctor. He's <laughs> <laughs> all happy and perverted. Um, they give you a drink to clear you yeah, out. Yeah, they clear you out. Propofol? Gesundheit. What? And they knock you out with Propofol? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They knocked me out. I remember waking up going, oh, I hope this tube's not going to work. She goes, no, we're done. I go, oh, great. So I wind up, uh, you know, it's Matt's uh, okay. And I'm like, I can't wait to see my pal Matt and talk about everything on Wednesday. And plus you had, uh, uh, you had uh, oh, Theo. Uh, yeah, Theo Rossi. Theo Rossi was in here. And, and my I, old, my old uh, nemesis turned uh, buddy. Eve Edwards. Eve Edwards, which who I've been calling Eves for the last 16 years. I've always years. called him Eve too. So. I mean, there's an S there. I told him. I gave him some shit. Yeah. I go, listen, I sh- you should talk to your parents. You and Dean Thomas, who everybody calls Din, because it's yeah. spelled D-I-N. I go, listen, listen, yeah, listen. I might mess up a word or two on here. You know what I mean? With the, I don't know how to pronounce it. a name. <laughs> yeah, nobody knows. Not as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but let me tell you something. I mean, if if my name is Matt and you, and you spelt it Mitt, I mean, what do you want? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, M-A-T-H. I mean, no, the yeah. H is silent. <laughs> no, no, that's the way uh, I, my, my parents spelt it. Well, maybe somebody should have talked to them. I don't know. I always thought it was Eve Edwards too. Eve Edwards, Eve Edwards just flows because the yeah. S is in there, bridges yeah. the E's. See, here's the problem: Eve Edwards. It's two E's. E A V E. It sounds like Eve yeah. Edwards. So the S bridges the the two soft vowels yeah. with a consonant. In high school, I was voted most likely to make up boring linguistic shit. Yeah. I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's great. So we're I, just wrong. I'm trying to excuse why I've been wrong. Yeah, I just let me tell you, I love when um. 
I love when I have guys that I I just realize that now because this is like the second guy I had in here that I fought because I fought Dean Thomas right. before too. And I I love it. I love reminiscing for the world to hear because it's kind of interesting to hear like when we like I don't know it is to me anyway. They, what his train of thought that he knew he was fighting me and I want to hear. I knew what I was thinking. Then we fought. We had there's moments in our fight that one of us could have took an advantage of. We were talking about where he laid me down and he jumped off me and it could have like little like decisions in there like they mean everything. Like it's, it's like one zig when you should have zag. Like I said, uh, capitalizing on knocking a guy down. And just, I mean, it means everything. It's a difference between a, a W and an L. I'm bummed I wasn't here because I enjoy listening to that. Like, I enjoy hearing that experience from guys mm-hmm. who were, were, were fighting together. And I, I enjoyed very much when you and Dean were talking about yeah, your fight. Yeah, no, that we, we, me and Eve had a great time. Great time. And then we went and he, fought, he went back to Penn Station with me. We got some pizza and, and we caught up. It was good. It was good. I mean, just like in comedy, I'm sure you know guys for oh, yeah. 20 years. You just... Because what happens, you, you end up, I mean, with me, I end up, like, fighting these guys, and, and next thing you know, you, you know, you, you, you know, whatever beef you had, or if you had beef, or, you know, over the years, you see them at other, they're cornering guys, you're cornering guys, yeah. you're fighting on the same cards, and you just get these relationships, and, uh, you know, like, you're in you get, the same like, press area, exactly. you just say hello, yeah. Yeah, you, you, you feel, like, the same, uh, you know, anxieties, you know what it's like out there to risk everything, you have a certain respect for each other. Sure. Yeah, it's a nice thing. I want. You know, it's funny. I, I watched the fights too, and uh, I had to shoot for a show called Power. We had a snow day on. Uh, was it Wednesday? It was a terrible snow or Thursday? Because um, yeah, because Wednesday was beautiful. I was shooting Wednesday, yeah. and then I wound up shooting again on Thursday. I shot two days in a row. So they put me up in a hotel in Brooklyn. They said uh, because of the snow, we're afraid guys won't make it. Oh. And I'm walking at breakfast in the morning, and I see this tall woman, really loud, and she really? has a shirt on that says "The Iron Lady." And I'm like, come on. And I tur- she turns to the island, and it's Jermaine and her oh. her uh, team. And they, uh, I was staying in the same hotel as the fighters. I didn't know that. The Marriott, but they're gone. And it's amazing when you, I watched her with those people. They were loud and, and laughing at breakfast and talking shit. Yeah. She was really relaxed on Thursday, two days before. I don't know what Holly was like, but when I watched Jermaine Duran walk into the ring, <laughs> oh, yeah. she looked relaxed. Oh, my goodness. She looked casual. And maybe that's just her game phase, but watching her two days before out of out of public view, just chatting with her, and uh, you know who I talked to, who's a big fan of this program, who, and he's a bad motherfucker oh, from I Long li- Island. I like him already, Ryan Lafleur. Ryan Lafleur. Hey, I see that. Said a, hello. We should have him in. I would love to have him in, but I I thought that was him. And he said hello to me, and um, I'm so bad at recognizing people. But he then did, his shirt said Lafleur. I'm like, that's Ryan Lafleur. And then we just talked briefly. He, he did well. He, he did, did really well. well. He won he a, a decision. What was the guy's name he fought? Uh, Roland Carnero. Roland Carnero. And I thought he won three to nothing. Did you think he won all three rounds? Oh, yeah. I thought oh, so. No, he I looked think great. It was, yeah. uh, I think it was a one-way. Yeah, it was. It was he looked he, tremendous. He, uh, yeah, he had the, um, uh, how do you pronounce his first name? Rowan? Rowan. Yeah, Rowan. Yeah, Rowan. By the way, I just waited for him to yeah. do that. I went, yeah, Rowan. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and he's been around. Rowan's been around a while. And he's a very good jiu-jitsu guy. But Ryan's got a very good wrestling base. He's good, very good at jiu-jitsu uh, as well. But he's good standing up. Yep. And he was... That's the biggest difference in the fight where he was just stalking him down. And uh, His Rowan, left hand is phenomenal. Rowan wasn't giving him anything to respect standing up. That's the problem. He wasn't give, doing anything to keep LaFleur off him. He was... LaFleur was stalking him down and just yeah. picking him apart, and uh, it was a great performance by uh, Ryan. I want to know why was there only one prelim fight? What well, that was, that the, was the, uh, only... the only? No, no, there's a lot of prelims. That was the oh, fight. I pass. mean, that the only oh, fight pass. Only one... Aren't there yeah. usually a couple of those? 
Yeah, it depends on the it depends on. The it was event. a great first fight of the it night. Is, I thought that it was, a was good fight. It was really good. It was technical, and it was two tough guys. Once I saw the match, I'm like, "Oh, this is nice," and uh, and good for Ryan Lafleur. Congratulations to Ryan. Yeah, we're gonna have him in here soon. He said he listens. Uh, yeah, he said that show you and Matt do together is really good. Ah, look at that. So uh, Ryan, it was uh, congratulations on yes. your your victory, and you're a nice guy. So I'm nice happy we dude. got a chance. I did not watch Tell me. some of the fights because I was out working. Yeah, and I had a problem with my cable. When I came back, um, it was just whatever. It was in the building. So I got to see some of them, but it kept crapping out. So I had to watch the yeah. whole thing. Nobody gives a shit. I'm boring. Everyone, including <laughs> no, myself. Not. Here's why I love Dana. Talk to me. He was not happy. I take it by the fight card. Because he said at the end of the night that uh, the only thing he said, because literally if they had taken that point, and thank you to, I wasn't sure what would have happened if they took the point. Matt's like, it would have been a draw. And uh, Dana, right, yeah. Dana said that's the only thing that could have made this night shittier. <laughs> oh, that's that's. Just, I just love that Dana is not happy, and everybody knows he's not happy. Yeah, like he, that, he, that's how you know he's happy when he says he's fucking happy. It was weird. I mean, no, maybe not. Listen, this is the deal. Uh, you've been at my house when we had uh, a fight there, mm. right? And it's a, and it was similar to this one because when you came over on that on the night I of Ronda, like you ate like a pig, a and it was my father's birthday, right? So it was I, even it was more of that pig. kind of thing. Oh, listen to me, listen. I, I, I did. Oh my god, I did damage. The Sarah's fattened me up. Oh, forget about it. Well, this time on the eleventh was my daughter Angelina's eighth birthday, so it was the same kind of thing, same kind of crowd. The food was the same amount. Everybody's leaving oh. home. Everybody leaves with like almost a pie of pizza and, and chicken rolls and whatever else. But uh, so it was a good vibe. So Dana, I saw the uh, the post fight stuff with Dana saying how the best part about the events can be the plane ride home and this and that. And it, it kind of it kind of bummed me out. I go. I go, shit, man. I enjoyed the hell out of this. I ain't, listen, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Let's let's talk about the positive stuff. I'm always an upbeat guy anyway. Don't get me wrong. If I thought it was shit, I'd say, dude, that was the worst card ever. I don't think so. I enjoy let's talk about the main card. I would say the referees, Re- I was not happy. I, I thought they were, oh no, that's a different thing. That's something we could talk about. Maybe Dana's mad about that too. Dana Dana was upset, I guess, like was there I guess on the main card. There was some, uh, a lot of, uh, they went the distance, no? Everyone went the distance yeah. all night, except for, I want to say, uh, oh, Jacare is the yeah. only one. Oh, yeah. I, well, listen, really quick. Every dis- fight was the distance Does, Well, let's talk about the Jim, Jim Miller versus uh, Dustin Poirier. That, that's the only fight on the main card I didn't see. Oh, come I on. Saw the end that, of and it. how about this? That was probably the best fight. I know. What a fun fight, Jimmy. You're going to like that one. I know. I'll watch it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll t- we can talk about that more when you watch it, because I want to talk about it with you. But you know the deal, who yeah. won, right? Uh, yes. Dustin won? Yeah. But uh, what a what a fun fight! Uh, Dustin was just a little bit more uh, imposing on his street, on his feet. He was landing the the better, more accurate strikes. But you, listen, you can you can't tell you can't name one fight that Jim Miller's in that's boring. He's I don't, never fucking never boring. in a boring fight. Always a scrappy, scrappy, tough Jersey dude. And he was in there, and he was had he had his moments in the yeah. fight. It's not like it was Dustin won, and he should have won. He should have got that decision. But man, Jim, and he listen. When Jim Miller loses, his stock never goes down. The guy, oh, he's always in there. He's, he's in always the a good fight. He got fight of the night and oh, lost. I mean, it's just oh, he's always yeah, a great fight. Yeah, so I can't say enough about both guys. And let me tell you about Dustin Poirier. The guy just is, this is his first fight from coming back from getting stopped by Michael Johnson. Yeah, you wouldn't have guessed it. Just like he got stopped by um, uh, Connor back in the day. That's right. And then he went on and and a fight to point out is his fight with Bobby Green. He went to put him away. Some guys, they lose a fight. They're mentally not the same. You got to give it to Dustin Poirier. 
I don't know if it's his, him growing his hair out. I don't know what's going on. He looks like a, a tatted up smaller. Uh, you think that's Chatham. softening? He the looks blows? like a he looks like Channing Tatum, <laughs> but a smaller Channing Tatum. But uh, that dude is a mentally strong motherfucker yep. because he's came back from getting his lights put out, and some fighters are never the same. He looks better. He's in pre. Looks better than the last time he won. And well, you notice this too. And I don't know what this is, but uh, since you know Ronda lost her belt and then lost again. Holly lost her belt and lost two times after. Sometimes when you lose a fight, it fucking spirals you uh, into some. Chris lost a couple after losing the belt. Like sometimes it just puts you in a place, even though he was winning that fight. Well, Chris lost two. Two, yeah. Yeah, he lost the belt. And then his next fight, he lost, lost which a fight he was doing well on. Some, and it could Sorry, just be two. I'm going right to defend him. No, no, but you're right. I'm, I'm, nah, he he did lose. So. Him, he lost two. Ronda lost two. But Holly went and lost the third fight. Although she's always in the fight. Like, you know, she lost. She got choked out fighting. Yeah. And then two decisions, two five-round decisions yeah. to Shevchenko and now Duranime. That Let, fight uh, I found very frustrating. She was frustrated, which, oh, too. We're, we're talking about the main event? Holly's now? fight I found oh. very frustrating. First of all, and they talked about it on the fight, but it drives me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Holly, that noise she makes. I, listen. Because I, again, it's a tell. And they said it was a tell. But you, it's obviously a, a thing. She has to stop doing that. because it, Because they said it's, it, it's indicating when she's doing stuff. And I heard, I thought yeah. the same thing a long time ago. But I don't know if. Well, I, she's throwing stuff out there. But she's, they, but she's they thought, they, they thought she was doing it a little bit early. Like a yeah. second earlier. Enough time to tell a fighter what's coming. They, they said that, yeah. that, that's a little bit early that she's doing it. Plus, I don't like. I want to. I I, I want to talk about, and we're going to talk a lot about the, the, that main event. I but I don't want to. There's a couple I just don't want to skip over. Oh yeah. Um. Only because because uh, I know once I I could we could talk the whole whatever hour and a half on just that Holly fight because I can't I can't say enough about Holly Holm that fight. Well, well, I'll save it. I'm going to save it. I want to keep people people in suspense. But let's talk about Islam. Yeah, Islam Makachev. Man, and what he did oh, to Nick Lentz. Oh, you got to watch that. I will watch all of them. And this is. Uh, I actually thought they were <laughs> related before uh, Chris Perdusa corrected me. Yeah, well, they're he, friends. He's he's good friends with uh, Khabib, you know? And oh my goodness, man, they're doing something right. Because <laughs> Nick Lent, he, Nick Lentz, Nick Lentz, Nick Lentz does that to everybody. Nick Lentz is a very good grappler, and he has a way of shutting people down. Um, I was a little surprised. You saw the fight? Yeah. I was surprised at Rogan's commentary. Like, he was giving so much credit to Nick Lentz on how he's defending and this and that. And I'm like, man, he's he's yeah, he's doing well, surviving. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the other guys like on him like like a like a like a beast. Well, he's he was smothering him like smothering Khabib him, does. Yeah. Took, taking him down with beautiful takedowns. Yeah, um, good good positioning on the floor, and I can't say enough about Islam. I mean, this guy was this guy's something. This guy's got a future. I'm telling you, dude. What's his tough, record now? Tough guy. I'd have to check. That was his debut. No. That's his, wait, wait, I don't think, it might not be his debut. That's not his debut. That's ruining my. I could have what it was his. What is it? It could be. How many fights does he have in the UFC? I'm gonna look. If it's his debut, you're gonna owe me a fucking apology. I will apologize. Definitely. I swear. Tell me, because now I'm in. Now I'm, you have me on the seat of my pants. The whole audience is listening, right? They're waiting for. Christmas. No, he's had a few fights. That what was the hell his, am I uh, thinking of? That was his fourth fight in the UFC. How, what's his record? He is three and one in the UFC. Who did he lose to? He's fourteen and one overall. He lost to Adriano Marlins. How'd that go? Uh, he got knocked out. And when was that? That was in 2015, October. All right. Because I'll tell you. I'm yeah, but he looks good. I, am su- I was super impressed. Because I think Nick Lentz is a very tough dude. And a very skilled grappler and fighter. And uh, I was very impressed. Nick Lentz, did he fight up a weight class? Mm. Does he normally fight 55? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Listen, listen. There's so many damn fights. Can I, <laughs> I try to figure it out on air. 
But uh, good fight though, Jimmy. I was really impressed with this kid. Yeah, I'm really yeah. annoyed, and I could have went to these fights. I'm very annoyed uh, that I was having issues when I got home. I'm happy I was able to see what I was able to yeah. see. We're going to call the Black Beast in a minute. Just let All know. right. Um, Rick Glenn versus the, a buddy of mine and f- uh, one of my former students. He still trains once in a while by me is uh, Philippe Nova. And uh, that one depressed me a little bit. I mean, I'm biased. I'm a buddy with Philippe, and uh, Felipe's a great dude, man. You'd like him. Do you think that Glenn deserved the win, or do you yes. think it was a better Well, the decision? thing is this. I thought I thought it it was close, but uh, you know I thought that 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 Philippe started the right way, and he was I th- he's got to just give me a little bit. He has, has have to has he has to have more output. He has to put out more because he was accurate with his strikes. He was taking away the takedowns, but it like like what Ray Longo would say, like if you win a first round, and then all of a sudden you take your foot off the gas and you let this other guy get back in the fight. And that's what I kind of saw in this, where it's like, dude, you're so skilled, man. Put a beating on him. What are right. you? Because he got his, he has good movement, and he walked out of there fine. Like he looked, you know, he's. But I mean, you know, I mean, he, I need he needs to be, put himself in harm's way a little more, and, and really try to take this dude out, or just give me a little bit more because he has it. I've seen the guy train. Right. I've trained with him. He's a he's great, and I just. Uh, I, I just I just want a little bit more out of him okay. because I feel he's got it. And but but you know, hey, credit to uh, to Rick Glenn though because he was very game. Hey, just to, I like the fact that you like a guy and you're friends with a guy and you'll still go, yeah, the guy got him. Yeah, he, I mean, I got. I mean, I was you know a little biased obviously because it was it was it was close. But the other guy was coming forward a lot. And uh, are we good? What are we Derek, getting? what's up, buddy? We're calling Derek Lewis. How you doing, pal? <laughs> if people could only see what we see, though. Yeah. Because well, the way he, he hung he up just that phone calling the Black Beast. So we got Derek Lewis. We also have Johnny Hendricks returning to the yes. show. He's fighting again. When is Hendricks fighting? Uh, is he fighting on the same card? Yeah, oh, okay, both this cool. weekend. Yep. That's this weekend? Yeah, this Sunday, actually. How great is it? There's a fight like almost, I, I mean, like every weekend, man. I don't give a shit about the Super Bowl or anything else. I, like, I, I, I enjoy the hell out of this. Well, the Super Bowl was pretty amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That you know what? I heard amazing. it was. I didn't watch it, but I heard about it. And um, let's get back to the fights really quick. Oh, Derek Lewis is 17 and 4 overall. Yeah. How come he's being listed as 8 and 2? Is that just in the UFC? Yeah, that's probably oh, the UFC. Oh, okay, okay. Because I, I was like, I know he's had more fights than that. Okay. And I thought he lost a couple more fights than that. Did you see Glover's fight, Glover? Uh, to Shara? Yes, I yeah. did. He. Um, I, I, Cannoneer, he lost to. Uh, oh, no, he beat uh, Jack Cannon. I don't think I agreed with that. <laughs> Are you joking? Uh, I'm, I'm remembering. I'm remembering the fight. No, you're joking. You're joking. He, he dominated that fight. Okay, then I'm thinking of... Uh, oh, I mean, you could think that. I'm not no, telling no, you what no, to no, think. No, 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 no. Did you watch right. the fight, Chris? I did see the fight. Yeah, I saw it. I know what you mean because Cannoneer, I think, threw more, but Glover really t- he took he him do- down. He, he, he dominated him. Yeah. him. He was single-legging, it, snatching that leg up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was saying, yeah. Yes, okay. I mean, what do you call that? A nice flurry at the end of, like, five-second flurry right, at the end of one round. But Yeah, no, you're right. He was taking him down. You're correct. Yeah, yeah. He fought smart. And uh, again, he's always that. He's that's that other you know guy in that division, that dark horse. He's, he, you know, when he's on, he's on Glover. And but he was he did good. It wasn't a bond burner of a fight. That might be one of the fights that maybe like depressed Dana. You know what I mean? But um, hey, man, I, I enjoy all aspects of the game. I enjoy watching a guy snatch up a single leg from a guy trying to take his head off and then controlling him. And then I, I just enjoy it. I enjoy I just, did enjoy watching him do that because yeah. it really, he, it was really, there was like almost no takedown defense at all. It, it was, yes, I know. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, definitely didn't look like that. Who kept putting their toes in the fence and the referee kept slapping his foot? Toes out of the fence, toes out of the fence. That might've been LaFleur's fight. No? 
It might have I, been. I yeah, somebody kept putting their toes in the fence. And I don't remember who it was. I don't you know, know. Obviously, the, the decision I didn't like, uh, All right. which is what I was thinking of, was Brunson, Anderson Silva. Yeah, well, let's, before we get to that, well, we can get to that, but right before that is the Jacare fight. You want to talk about that? Well, that's a very quick one. Oh my God. Well, listen, quick. I could, I could talk about that Kimura for, for three podcasts. Yeah, it was very lovely. Jude, listen, let me tell you. Oh my God, Jimmy, I can't even tell you how you great happy with that? I'm getting emotional. <laughs> I'm getting emotional over this Kimura. It was so beautiful, man. It's so, I mean, the thing is this Jiu Jitsu, they call it the gentle art. I mean, look how it looked effortless the way he put, and, and the, the other guy's nickname's the Barbarian. I mean, he is. Oh, we got right, him. We're getting back to this. We're not getting off this. That's all right. Uh, do we have Derek Lewis on the phone? Yes. Hi, Derek. You're talking to uh, Jim and Matt on UFC Unfiltered. What's, what's up, Derek? What's up? How you doing? <laughs> hey, Derek, did we just wake oh. you up? Did you have your coffee yet? <laughs> no, I'm almost sick. You what? Up to this blizzard. Oh, uh, okay. He's in the most Oh, all right. Well, it's good talking to you. And I, I was interested to read your backstory. How did you hook up with uh, George Foreman? Because you started, uh, I guess you started boxing. And, and how did you hook up with George? Yeah, we was at playing strip club together. And he came over to my booth and asked me if I wanted to fight. If you see my hands. Was that at a strip club, you said? <laughs> no, I'm bullshit. I was going to oh, say, sh- you, you, I'm like, he's a preacher. George, I would have, no, if that was George Foreman right before the Zaire fight, I would have believed you, but that didn't make sense. Oh, <laughs> that was, that was great. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> he got us. Yeah, he did. He got it us. It didn't make sense though, because George is a preacher. You got us, buddy. <laughs> so how, how did you, uh, how did you meet him? Um, um, one of his old managers that came to Lou Savory's gym. And he was scouting another boxer there, and I was just there just to train for my, my first MMA fight. And um, he liked my style, and so I wound up going over to George Foreman Gym for a little bit and training over there. Now, when you wanted me to um, Oh, okay. And, and your story is so interesting because you said that MMA kind of, you think it saved your life and it saved you from going into a really, really bad direction. Yeah, for sure. What was happening um, before MMA? Just, um, you know, just crazy knucklehead stuff. You know, being in the streets, doing crazy stuff. And you, uh, when you were younger, I love the fact you, you beat up a guy who was in the Klan? <laughs> what? Yeah. He was a white premises. Yeah. Did I don't he, know did... if he was really in the Klan, but he was like skinhead type of guy. And he had a shotgun? Yeah. And did you grab the gun or did you just hit him while he was holding it? No, I hit him while he was um, reaching for it. I was in the sea, he was reaching for it. Holy shit. Yeah, and, and you wound up, uh, and the reason I'm going over this is because I think it's great how things are going for you now. And you did three and a half years. And when you were in jail, did you ever think, like, I want to get out and I want to fight? Or did you kind of feel hopeless at that time? No, I was, I had set goals for myself. You know, I had a good group of uh, family and friends who was coming to visit me, pumping my head up with positive stuff, you know, and so. I just started setting goals for myself to what I wanted to do whenever I got out. And boxing was one of them. And boxing, that's one of, one of the things I wanted to do. But you, I ended up doing MMA. You did doing it. But you probably never saw the fact that your career would go as well as it's going. And all of a sudden, you're one of the, uh, you know, one of, one of the, uh, the premier names in the, in the heavyweight division. Yes, for sure. You know, um, whenever I seen Rampage knock out Chuck Liddell, that's whenever I decided on it. I wanted to be an MMA fighter. I think that was like in '07 or something like that. And you said George 06. Foreman, he wanted you wanted uh, he wanted to make, get you into boxing. Now, did you, what made you go with the MMA instead of the boxing? 
Um, I believe MMA is easier than boxing. Oh, well, that's interesting. Why is that? You really don't have. <clears throat> I believe you really don't have to train that hard for MMA <clears throat> because you, whenever you get tired, you can wrap them up or take them down and catch your breath. But in boxing, the referee really ain't gonna let you hold a guy that long, and that just get tired, just standing there, just throwing punches. Well, that's interesting. And, and why did you feel too like you're you're kind of hard on yourself after your victory? And I know I'm gonna butcher the name over Shamila Abdurakimov. Um, why, why did you feel? Why did you? <laughs> why did you feel that was such a poor fight? Oh, because I wanted a top ten fight, and I felt like I didn't perform like I was a top ten fighter and deserve a top ten fight. You know, and it was just mostly it was like I didn't fight nothing the way I had trained for that fight. You know, I didn't, it wasn't even close to how I trained. And I wanted to fight the way I trained. And that's what's one of the disappointing things about it. And watching, uh, you, I saw an interview with you where you said you don't like the idea of a guy, like you'd prefer not to tap a guy out. Like you, you or you don't want to, you want to knock a guy out. Yeah, I prefer knocking a guy out than tapping him out because it's more satisfying to knock him out than, uh Try to um, break his arm or something like that. <laughs> we were at your fight with uh, Roy Nelson, which uh, Roy won on uh, decision. Oh, no, you won on decision, but uh, Roy was on top of you most yeah, of the fight. Split decision, I think. Yeah. Um, was that... Uh, wait, are you sure? What's that? Split? Yeah, Roy was on top of you, and you 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 criticized the fact that he just laid on you the whole fight. Yeah, for sure. So I, wanted, I thought he was going to um, try to bang it out, but he didn't want to do that. And that's what he wanted to do. And just hang on me. Because I feel like if a guy is going to come in the fight and really try to fight, you know, I believe it's going to just make me want to fight even harder and, and better, you know. So he wanted to do that. So it just threw my game plan off. Was he hurting you on the ground at all? It didn't look like he was. Oh, not at all. Not at all. Now, listen, Derek, are you working a lot of jiu-jitsu, man? I mean, you look like a very hard guy to hold down. Are you working off your back at all? Yeah, I'm always working on all my weaknesses. I'm not the most technical guy in the, in the UFC, so I'm working on everything, always. Now, are you concerned, a guy like Travis Brown, he's coming off two losses to Velasquez and Verdum. Is, is there any concern about that? Like, it's hard to get a guy to lose his third straight fight. Yeah, I believe it's, it is going to be hard, you know, and I, and I still wanted this fight because so I know that his back is against the wall. And he's a top 10 guy, and, you know, I wanted a tough fight. You know, I'm always asking for a big name, you know, um, and I just believe it's just going to bring a better fight out of me. You know, I want a tough fight. It's got to hype you up to get a name like Travis Brown. I mean, the guy is, he is very well known. Yeah, for sure. You know, I'm pretty pumped up for it, you know. I'm just glad... <laughs> That we finally are headliner. You know, it's even better that it's headliner now. And I'm kind of even more happy that it wasn't in Brooklyn because Brooklyn was trash. All of us was trash. Oh, now why? It just made me, made me look even better since they moved me. Because everybody was like wishing I was still on the court. So which fights did you think were trash? Just about all of them. Uh, what was bad about them? Him and Dana are in the same mindset. Even on the Anderson fight, I thought, that fight there, that fight was kind of bad, too. What did you think of the outcome? I, I thought Anderson lost. I did, too. There was no way in the world that fight the judge should have scored at 
That is interesting. Who, who scored at 30-27? Get that guy's name. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a very, very bad decision. I love Anderson Silva. I think all of us love Anderson Silva. Yeah, me too. I'm, that's one of the only fighters that I like watching in the UFC. Anderson yeah. Silva. I was one of the guys I looked up to, him and all Rampage. There were some glimpses, though, in there where he threw some stuff that was just off by a... That's the only thing I'm thinking, because... I was like okay with the decision. I have to watch it again. Like I remember, some things was so close. Maybe because I was so caught up with, he would throw a kick and it was just a little off. The knee came up a little, and I'm thinking this is gonna land and either end this fight or severely hurt Brunson. But Brunson was but getting never, him in the clinch though. Brunson he was, was landing a lot of punches in the, the clinch. The dirty boxing. Yes, a and lot the, of them. The old Anderson, no. he would have made you know, lose a question mark from yeah. that. That's what's scary. Yeah, I don't understand how um, Brunson lost the fight. See, so he hit, he landed way more punches than Anderson did. You know. And he took him down twice. Yeah, so I don't know. What What did you think of the main event, uh, Home Derenime? I thought Holmes won that fight too. That I I agree. I, that's what I thought. That was a close one. I mean, I thought Holmes was busier. Would you have yeah, a three no. to two? Yeah, she was. She dictated the pace of the fight, definitely. Yeah, but and it's funny. Like Ray Longo said, my you know, he said that he thinks that both of them did what they wanted to do. That's how you know. That's how uh, Jermaine fights also kind of plotting and. You know, counter striking and whatnot. You know, and she was stalking her down too. But yeah. I thought Holly was busier and, and brought the fight more. Yeah, that's what I thought too. So that's I'm even more happy that I didn't fight in Brooklyn because some judges, the ref, even the ref was terrible out there. No, I agree with that. That one, I mean, yeah, that, that I was mean, a bad. I mean, literally, it should have been a draw. They absolutely should have taken that point after that second time. The second man, time, inexcusable to not take a point. You can't be doing that, man. Yeah. That, that affects the fight, getting hit like that. She even said, like, the hardest she got hit was after the bell. And I agree with that, because you've seen yeah. it. <laughs> I also thought Duranime's takedown defense was a little better than Holly. She couldn't, she couldn't do anything with her. I mean, I, I think that was probably a little stronger than, than Holly expected it to be. Hey, let me ask you, Derek. Who gave you the nickname The Black Beast? Uh, one of my coaches that passed away. Uh, oh, he passed okay. away, what, last year? About a year ago. Right. About a year ago. This month. I was wondering where that guy that came from. Man, that's good. Do you still keep in touch with Foreman? Do you still have it? He must be very happy with your success and, and, and how fast you're moving up. I mean, not that it's overnight, but I mean, you are obviously getting, becoming a bigger and bigger name. Um, no, I haven't talked to him in a while. He still owes me money from that strip club. Oh, he does, yeah. <laughs> I think you'd be fun to go to a strip club with. <laughs> I'd like, I would love to go to a strip club with Derek Lewis. That'd yeah. be a party. Absolutely. Make it rain he, in, he in Canada right now. I heard that you could throw coins at the strippers out here. <laughs> in Canada? <laughs> yeah, unless you know, like a dollar or coin or something like that. And what do you think? Because Travis did, I believe, switch camps. So what? Uh, he didn't leave? He, he trained a little bit at Black House, but he actually did stay at Oh, he's, okay. He's still working with Edmund, though. Yeah, but but, sure. but he uh, why, why was the rumors out that he left? Because he was training at Black House a little yeah. bit. So what are you expecting from him now that might be different from what his previous fights have been? Oh, it doesn't matter. You know, I want him to be in the best shape of his life, really. I want to see the best Travis. I don't want no excuses, you know. The same thing I say when I got fought big country. I didn't want no excuses. I want them to be in the best shape of their life. You know, so whenever I beat him, I don't want to be like, oh, I beat him because of this. Or I beat him because of that. I don't want them to be talking about it. After I beat Travis, I don't want them to say, oh, he beat Travis because he's training with Edmund. No, I don't want to hear that. I want him to have the best camp of his life. You know, so I'll be ready. 
It's a huge opportunity, man. Huge yeah. opportunity. Yeah, huge opportunity. Yeah, for sure. It'll be interesting to see how Travis responds. Because that last fight, we thought he looked terrible against Verdun, but then you realize his finger's broken. So, I mean, he had like a serious injury and he still fought. So Just to get through that show. Yeah, it, it'd be very yeah. interesting to then see. The same thing, then, yeah. Then the next fight, I heard something wrong with his ribs. <laughs> I like Derek. Oh. Derek, you're a funny guy, Derek. <laughs> I think Derek's hysterical. Yeah. From the second week, he starts a little laid back. You don't know, and he threw in the stripper thing. He's we're funny. getting a lot of great lines out of you, <laughs> Derek. You got to visit us more often on here. You got to come in studio if you're ever in New York. You ever visit New York at all, Derek? Yeah, I'm fun in Albany. Yeah, that's that doesn't of, count. Yeah, that don't that's count. five hours away. <laughs> that, I mean, New York City. Uh, okay. Yeah, that was that was a shithole out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you weren't feeling Albany? Oh shit! No, not at all. It was straight country. I was I was thinking it was going to be more of a city. That's straight country, man. It's like terrible out there. Well, have this, you been to New York? Point, I went to New York City. I went to Brooklyn and all that. Um, the next day after my fight. I took a train down there, and I flew off from over. Yeah, that's a that's a disappointment when when someone says you're fighting in New York and you get there and it's Albany. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I finally got to New York. Where's the uh, Statue of Liberty? What the hell? Yeah, <laughs> you're all these cows. Yeah, it's, it's totally different out there. <laughs> all right, Dark. Well, I really, really love watching you, man. And 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 uh, you're you're ranked number eight, and Travis is ranked number nine. This is a tremendous main event. It's uh, it's in Halifax, Lewis versus Brown. It's Sunday the 19th. Sunday. So it's this nice. Sunday night. So uh, good luck, man. I, I hope you have great success in that fight. And, and we'd love to see you in studio, too. You're a really fun guy to talk to. Definitely. Oh, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. Okay, good luck, buddy. Take care, Derek. Bye, bye, bye. Man, he's fun. Yeah, he's, yeah. I like him. He just oh, says whatever he wants. But I can't believe I mixed up. I, I know that uh, <laughs> he won the Roy fight, but I was watching a Roy interview yesterday, and Roy was saying something about winning. I'm like, what? Well, that didn't make sense. It just well, confused me. No, Roy, I remember Roy thought he won, and he yeah. wanted to fight him again. But am I, is my memory going? Something tells me my memory's going. Smoking as much weed as me? What? Some, somebody fights. No, somebody I know fights. with everything in my life, it's happening, too. Oh, wow. You know, I forget what women look like sometimes. All right, moving right along. Let's see. Now, <laughs> so oh, well, yeah, listen, back to Jacare. No, no, go ahead. Anderson, I thought Brunson won that fight. I'm glad my friend Derek agreed with me. Yeah, I thought that it, was a terrible. You know decision. what's funny? First of all. All right, we're getting back to the Jock right after this because we were on that. But let's talk about Anderson for a second. We, we can go all over the place because I got ADD anyway. Yeah. But uh, I I understand it might be an aging, you know, Anderson Silva. Sure. Okay. I still enjoyed the shit out of it. I, I was I was emotionally like invested. I liked seeing him with his sons before he came out. Me too. I like, well, what song is it? Oh, now, oh, it's his son made that song for him. I liked watching Anderson... I don't know. I, I, I'm like, first yet. of all, his sons got big. They're huge. <laughs> they got, the last time I seen him, I think they were up to his shoulder. Now I'm like, holy shit. Like, I'm like, who are these dudes? And and you could see like the bond there. You could see him walking out, how emotional it was. He, he's enjoying every... He enjoyed every second of that walkout. Because he knows the, he's the, in the well, twilight because, of it. Well, this is it. The, he, how many more times is he going to make that more walk? fights, yeah. Yeah, man. It took me the end of my career to really enjoy walking out the fights, really. I he was very gracious when he won, and he was really emotional, too. I, I don't. I'm, I think he was surprised that he won that fight, to be yeah, very honest well, with you. Well, it was... It I was, was shocked. Um, I was. You know what it was? This is what I'm also me thinking. Me and my friend Derek... We're shocked. <laughs> My pal. I'm, I'm thinking the judges might be looking like when he's throwing some of these kicks that we see. I know they have monitors too, but they have cage sides. So I'm sure they're watching like 
And I'm sure they're not just looking down at the monitor. I'm sure they'll, I don't know how they work that. Yeah. They got to be watching it live right there. So you see a lot of these kicks that are off by just a, just a few inches. Still man. off though. A lo- yeah, exactly. But when I remember watching it thinking, oh, oh, that's close. Oh, that was like the old day. Oh, that's spinning. I, I liked when he was breaking into his fucking capoeira dance. And I mean, I enjoyed the hell out of everything. The, like some things noticeably that um that uh, that the old Anderson I I feel the you know it, Anderson how many years ago wouldn't be getting caught with when he's in that tie clinch his tie clinch is legendary yeah he literally put Rich Franklin's nose on the other side of his face I mean it was a question mark so I mean you avoid that like the plague but it now it's not he I think he knows that if he lands those shots if I could be over but he's taking punishment he was getting hit a lot in that the dirty boxing he was getting hit and let me remind you Chris Weidman in his second fight same thing he, he laid he went to grab Chris's neck Chris laid him down with a right hand in the first round people don't remember that because of how that fight ended sure. it's so graphic and and disturbing but he knocked him down in that first round with a right hand he knocked him down when he had, went to get the die clinch so <clears throat> that's a, that's something that we're seeing lately that he's getting caught with, which he never got caught with how many years ago. Sure. You know what I mean? That's something. That, but, you know, when he got taken down, Jimmy, nothing really happened to him. You watch that fight afterwards. He, clean. He was fine, yeah. Clean. I just thought I thought, I just thought every round, Anderson is losing this fight. Yeah. Anderson is losing this fight. And he has to, in the third round, go for a knockout. I was, I was shocked that he won that fight. First round, close. First round could have went either way. I mean, did the guy, did he get a takedown in the first round? Did he keep it? I'm, I'm trying to remember. It's blending all into one. Yeah, I'm not. I don't remember. But the second round, it was. I remember it was close. It might have came down to the third round. I, I'd have to watch it again to be honest, because I was really caught up in some of the things that was almost landing, and I kept waiting for the land, which they didn't hit the mark. But maybe that's why I was so like, oh, I, that was a close one. But they, a thirty twenty seven. Unanimous. Decision. I mean, I mean, Anderson did stuff like eight of ten takedowns. Though he got taken down a couple of times, yeah. there wasn't a lot of damage. He yeah. defended it. I mean, he was throwing. You know, that. he was throwing some stuff. He landed. I mean, the kicks. I mean, I got to see what really landed, what didn't. But do the judges you know. put more emphasis when you like? There's a lot of emphasis. It seems like it's put on if you defend a takedown because Durant may defended a lot of takedowns well. And I wonder if that if they look at that and go, "Wow, she's 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 great because she can't put it's, her." It's hard to, to to tell because the other girl is. I mean, Holly, man, I can't. I mean, let me tell you, I can't say enough about Holly Holm. How tough she is. Very. That I mean, and, and she brought that fight. And you're looking at, a, I mean, I mean, Jermaine was is very powerful, very relaxed. I mean, listen, I'm a fan. I think she's a dangerous chick, man. She's, I mean, she's really dangerous. But Holly Holm, to get hit after the bell like that, terrible. That could, that I mean, that could really just change the course of a fight. And I was talking to Ray Longo about this because we always discuss the fights afterwards. And he was even saying, he goes, for that girl to go back to her stool and you actually see her... Tr- like mentally you just regroup and get put everything back together in her head and get back out there and get that little bounce in her step again i mean i mean the girl is such a warrior man i really love watching holly home fight she's listen she and this is a girl that's, that's on a three fight losing streak yeah and let me tell you something the way she fights i mean i could want i'll want i'll pay per i'll pay for a pay-per-view anytime she's headlining I will always watch her fight because she always brings the action. She's very entertaining, and uh, and she's bringing it, man. She's not the best at the wrestling, but she's she's trying. She's fucking trying, and it's a smart thing to do. She didn't just hold her up against the cage. And that ref, dude, oh, 
I mean, what are you? you I, I, Rogan was right with that. What are you getting bored? So you're breaking it up once in yeah. a while. He, oh, the ref got bored. That's all. I mean, that's what I'm saying, man. And who was? I forgot what fight was. Oh, I think it was Glover when Glover was on top, and the guy mm-hmm. once in a while just stood him up. But dude, guys, if you guys either if you're gonna be a judge, start to either know what the hell you're doing, tra- train, do you know right. what I mean? Like, I don't know. Obviously. Don't get influenced by the audience. That's why. You- That's yeah. You can't get influenced by the crowd booing. Um, I, I will say this about the Holly fight, though. She really hurt her with, I think, a left hand, and I don't think she realized how bad she hurt, hurt her. her a of yeah, but she had yeah. towards the end. She, it was in the, either in the fourth or the fifth round. It, it, was, a left, it was a left head kick. Right? But why was, was it a the, kick that stunned it was her? A kick. Yeah. Why wasn't that a knockdown? A punch. It put her to a knee. It put her to a knee, and then she came up and grabbed her. Yes or no? I don't know if she went down to a knee. Um, she you know, staggered I, though. And they were even saying, "I think she did." I would like, dude. You should look. look you should I thought it was a watch punch, the video. I could be remembering because I'm telling you right stance. now. Whatever it was, I, I got it because she kicked her too. I don't think she realized how badly she was hurt. She listen. Um, I, I, you can't. It was, it was a close fight. It really was. Like, I, how about this? And I, and I always, I quote Longo because the guy knows what he's talking about, especially when a lot of stuff really takes place on its feet. I always, I, I, I uh, respect his uh, opinion. He was saying that they both basically felt like they did what they wanted to do. I mean, that's yeah. the way Jermaine fights. You know what I mean? Right. She's not thinking she's losing. And Holly's bringing the fight, man. And I mean, dude, Holly's, it's almost like a Frankie Yeager type where she's always bouncing around. Like like in the, like before the fight, she's bouncing, she's moving. You know what I mean? It's got that energy. She brings such a good energy. I really feel for her because I remember seeing her like in the thing saying like, you know, they ask him what weight she's going to fight. And she's like, you know, I just dropped like three in a row. Like, so wherever the UFC, I'll be grateful for anything. It's like, I know she's hard on herself because she's in already in that post, and this shows also how smart she is in that post fight. Um, uh, in the post fight uh, press conference, she was already saying that she, well, she, I, I could have done this, I could have done that. She knew some things right away, and that's the hardest thing with a defeat because you're like, listen, I was in this position, I really, I could have done this, I should have done that, and those regrets, they, 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 they could keep you up at least for a night. But her gotta, fights were good on. enough, like, like even though she's lost. The Misha one's the most impressive because the way her, her she just stopped punching and yeah. she got choked out. She's not tapped and out. And not for nothing, that was a fight that she was winning handily. She was winning that yeah. fight. And, and, you know, listen, she should keep her head up. If you're listening, Holly Holm, keep your head up. You, I'll tell you right now, you, you gained more fans from that fight. I think she gained more fans. Yeah. I, don't, I don't give a shit about the, the That should have been a, a draw. Even though yeah. Dana would have been went through the fucking roof, yeah, that I know that, been it would have been sh- like shitty for maybe his night or whatever, but and whatever. But the point, of the, the the fact, of the point is that referee. All right, one more time. Hey, no, dude, it's not like she's grabbing the fence. Well, even right, that, even a grabbing the fence could make a difference in a fight. You, 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 she's landing damaging blows. That she and Holly, I believe her when she said that that's the hardest she ever got hit was that is after the belt. Yeah. I mean, plus so, she wasn't right ready for that that little second. She probably just wasn't ready to get hit. I mean, you know. And listen, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't think Jermaine's really a dirty fighter. I think you're in the moment and you're just yeah. laying, letting shit go, man. Like I don't think she heard the bell and purposely tried to punch her. Right. I think she was like, "I'm going to get this off," and then the bell. You know, I don't know, but it doesn't make it right. I have to piss. Hi. How me much too. time until Johnny? We, you could go and then we'll call. All right, let's tinkle. This is UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Hey, listen, man. I mean, look, you know, you know, I want to tell you about a smart way to earn money and get an extra $500 bonus. Talk to me. Driving with Lyft. Oh, wow. In between jobs and looking to earn some money, a lot of people are. I am. Uh, the economy is getting better, but it's not amazing. So people have, uh, you know, need to make a little extra money. You want to put some more money in your kid's college fund, going back to school yourself to get another degree, or maybe your first degree, whatever it is. 
You're writing the next great American novel, looking for inspiration, or maybe you need some more time to write because you work in this awful job and you're trying to write the next great American novel and you can't because you're always working. Seeking alternative funding for your new startup? Perhaps you're planning an exotic vacation for next summer and you need to fund it. Whatever it is. Maybe you just love to drive. Maybe your wife or your husband nags you. Blah, blah, blah. You're like, Shut up. I want to go drive. But you're driving around for free and you're like, why don't I make some money while I'm driving? This way... Your spouse, your husband, your wife, doesn't matter. Blah, blah, blah. They can't say, hey, you're just driving to get away from me. You say, no, dear, I'm making some money for the kids' college fund. So they don't have to know that their nagging awfulness is what sent you out of the house into the car. Go make some money. Drive with Lyft. There's other ride-sharing apps out there. Lyft treats their drivers right. It's a flexible way to make extra money anytime, really, almost from anywhere. All you got to have is a car and a head Lyft drivers can make up to 35 bucks an hour, and getting started is literally a tap away. You can drive mornings, weekends, nights, just flip into driver mode, start making some money. It is that simple. Lyft drivers can earn tips through the app. Those really do add up quickly. Uh, and you don't have to wait days or even weeks to get paid. You can cash out instantly once you've made 50 bucks. Thank you to Express Pay. It all adds up. Driving with Lyft, and it's L-Y-F-T, super flexible, allows you to keep 100% of your tips always there. When you need the extra cash, you're pretty much your own boss, which is every, that's what everyone's goal is. That's why I do comedy. I want it to be my own boss. You, think, you like making people laugh? I, I would want to do this for a living if every time I told a joke, people burst into flames. I like being my own boss. <laughs> Me too. That's the job. Yes. That's why I do this. Uh-huh. Laughter? Oh, good. Yeah. Your own boss? Uh, Great. Yeah, it's a cherry on top, the laughter. Sign up today. LYFT.com slash unfiltered. It's important because this way Matt and I, who are holding on by our fingernails, yeah. keep our jobs. You could be a funny Lyft driver. Yeah. I'd love to be a Lyft <laughs> driver. Yeah. I might be soon. <laughs> you and me both. Right now, LYFT Lyft has a special offer for our listeners. You get a five Jesus, a five hundred dollar bonus after you complete a hundred rides within thirty days. That is much easier than it sounds. That's like three point one a day or whatever. Very, very easy. Go to lift.com slash unfiltered today. And you can start making extra money and get your $500 new driver bonus. A limited time only. Restrictions do apply. That's lyft.com slash unfiltered. Yes. Do it. We do believe in it. That's why we keep reading it. Lift. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans proudly supports UFC Unfiltered. When it comes to the big decision of choosing a mortgage lender, it's important to work with someone you can trust who has your best interest in mind. And with Rocket Mortgage, you'll get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. Don't waste time searching through stacks of paperwork. With Rocket Mortgage, you can securely share your financial info to get mortgage approval in minutes. You can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you get the mortgage solution that's right for you. Whether you're looking to buy a home or refinance your existing mortgage, you can lift the burden of getting a home loan with Rocket Mortgage. Skip the bank, skip the waiting, and go completely online at quickenloans.com slash unfiltered. That's Q-U-I-C-K-E-N loans.com slash unfiltered. An equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, NMLS, consumeraccess.org number 3030. We're back. Matt and I both tinkled. Yes. It took about a minute, so I don't know how long you think we're gone. Yeah. But it's not long. We take these. We could just cut this part out, but we don't want to. We want you to know that we urinate in the middle of the show. And uh, Chris is calling Johnny Hendricks. We're going to talk to him. Can't wait. And um, 
you know, Kamara? He's, he's moving up to middleweight fighting oh, Hector Lombard, which is uh, wow. not an easy fight. That's <laughs> funny. Derek Lewis said he can't catch a break. You know what's interesting about this fight, though, for Johnny, is he used to come in ferocious, when and he and he laid out. He laid out. Wait, wait. I told you to circle that for me, Chris, the producer. Let me see. Oh, listen to the Chris talking. What did he say? What he he goes, say? it's on the bottom of... Uh, he didn't say it, but in his mind, I could hear him say, you stupid motherfucker. right there. What the fuck? Oh, we got him. Johnny, what's up, buddy? I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. He's still on the phone. I'm looking for where he goes. I'll, you know what I'm doing? He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna underline it, and you know exactly who he got knocked out. Really, Chris, the producer? I'm going through five pages right now. Hold on. Oh, here we go. All right, he put it separately. All right, he did do it. He said he was gonna do it, and he did it. Dude, this is. What's up, dude, Johnny? Oh, sorry. Let me tell you this something. Chris is still this, is, this is my point. This is my point with 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 Johnny Hendricks. How he, he used to be so ferocious, you know? Yeah. Ferocious. Uh, Amir Sadala, Charlie Brenneman. Uh, T.J. Wal- Wahlberger, John Fitch, Martin Campman. These guys are respectable, tough mother jumpers here. He laid all, he laid them all out. He put them all away. He put them all away, Jimmy. Yeah. I like your impersonation of me, by the way. I Pretty good. Is that, J- Jimmy! Jimmy! <laughs> I like it. I heard it the other day. when you. Were, I can't do your voice. Just that moment. Jimmy! No, because you were talking about you were going to... Chris the producer! <laughs> Not bad. I did it. I did one of you too the other oh, day. Oh no! How was it? No, hey, it what's up, Johnny? Sorry. Oh, we don't it have wasn't. Me. It wasn't bad. I know it was awful. I can't really. Let me hear. It. I can't really do anything good. I wish he would have saved it. I was gonna have you make the clips of when he did the impersonation oh. of me, and I did the impersonation of yeah. him. Now that queued up. No. Okay. Um, no, hear. I would just say you silly goose. I don't know. You like to say silly goose. I do. I, and I can't do your voice. That's about it. My voice is. You silly of, goose. My voice is. So one, get it. Get it. Get me undies, you silly goose. <laughs> I don't know. You've captured my essence. I, I absolutely <laughs> did not. <laughs> I'm no, I can't do impressions. I suck. I can't but I like, I like you. I've been doing an impression lately of you doing an impression of me. I've been going, Jimmy! <laughs> I like it. I go, oh, that's fun. I go, but I could just do a normal one. That'd be fine. Jimmy! So we don't have uh, Johnny yet. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm, uh, he's wrapping up training. We'll get him. Right, okay. let, him let him wrap up training and let's talk about... You want to talk about Jacare? Let's talk about how Jacare wrapped up Tim Bosch. <laughs> yeah. That was fucking so lame. It was not lame. Well, it was perfect. That. All right. It worked out beautifully. Let me tell you about Tim Bosch. You get a guy... Uh, um, you risky should... fight for Jacare, by the way. What's that? Uh, risky fight for Jacare. He didn't Man, really need to take this dude, fight. I, let me tell you. If I wasn't a... Uh, a, a fan and uh, he'd be my favorite in division right now if it wasn't for uh, Chris Wyden. yeah because <laughs> he's my guy but um let me tell you about how beautiful that technique was I mean did you like the Kimura oh my god did I, I fucking I was gonna say I came no that's fucking that's like you yes Sick. but I, I did that when someone was putting it on me yeah it's fucking great you're like no no yes yes but anyway young lady listen <laughs> special young lady this Kimura Jimmy this Kimura. Tim Boach is a guy. Yushin Yokami almost punched himself out from Mount on top of him. Punching him in his in his in his bowling ball head. That guy could take a punch. Yes, he can. That guy could take a beating. And he's known for taking a beating. But that is the beauty of Brazilian jiu-jitsu. It's a thing, it's almost it's like watching Damian Maya. It's have cut they from fought? the same cloth. Uh no, they had they had some jujitsu matches versus each other. But they have not fought the UFC. No. Jimmy, yes, sir. This Tim Bosch could take a beating. Yes, he you can. You don't get a nickname like the Barbarian for being that. That's up there with Black Beast. That's a scary nickname. It certainly. He's is. a scary dude. Yes, he is. I don't. He, this was such a thing of beauty because he's a hard guy to. He's mounted. He's trying to buck off. He locked up that Kimura as he was dismounting, and when he went for this Kimura, he like he had his I believe his left arm wrapped up. <laughs> Son of a gun! Oh. I'm, we're going to get back to this. Johnny Hendricks. Hey. 
You're back with us, buddy, on UFC Unfiltered with uh, myself, Matt Serra, and the great Jim Norton. Yeah, how y'all doing? Hey, buddy, how are you? Johnny's becoming a friend of the show now. We just like to talk to you, dude. We, you know, we talked to you before hey, your last what? fight versus Neil Magny. Yeah, you um, came up a little short with. Let's talk about that. Now, how do you feel? I mean, the last fight, you felt like, what went wrong with that fight? I just, I really think that, you know, cutting weight for me is half the battle yes. for everything. You know, and, you know, and here's the thing is that, you know, whenever I go to OSU, I base a lot of off of what uh, the guys say up there. You know, the, uh, a lot of the guys that I wrestle, right? And, you know, they say I feel really strong at 90, but I showed up at 88. And then the next time I came, I was at 82. And they're like, man, you don't feel as strong. You know what I mean? You don't feel as strong. So, and you know what? I thought I did enough to win. You know, and it's hard for me to figure out Vegas. Yeah. I mean, shoot. Uh, You know, realistically, you know, out of my six losses, uh, let's just say two of them. I know for one, one I definitely lost. You know, that was against uh, Stephen Thompson. Yes. And I'll maybe even say one more, uh, you know, out of the six losses that I've had are in Vegas. And so I'm 17 and six. Uh, and I, so aggression, uh, you're sitting here going, all right, aggression, you outstrike somebody, you lose the fight. Cool. Then you go out there and you go, all right, I got to be aggressive. Well, then you start throwing punches the way that you've lost before. You know, you, you wait till the last 30 minute and of the fight and, you know, you do what you need to do. And then the last 30 seconds, you let it all hang out. You do that, you lose. I get that. Then you go out there and you, you dominate for 20, 13, 12 minutes and you lose the fight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just done with Vegas. What do you think it is about Vegas? Do you think they're not judging the fights right, or do you think it's something about you? I, you know, I don't know, man. Uh, that's a great question. Uh, obviously, I haven't figured it out because <laughs> I keep losing there. So uh, it's just one of those things that whenever it happens, you just you just say, each time I go there, I try to figure out what they want to see. Do they want to see boxing? Well, if they want to see boxing, I shouldn't have lost against a couple of people. Then you're going, all right, well, maybe they're not giving me credit for being able to take people down consistently. All right, you do that. And, and you know, I'm just over it. And here's the thing. I'm killing my body to make 170. And uh, you know what? If I'm going to lose by the judges... Why not do it at 85? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Enjoy fighting again. Uh, 70, you know, I've been talking about going 85 for how long now? A year, year and a half? Yes. Uh, I wanted to go, but I really thought that I could get back to the welterweight title. Well, first off, you got to make weight. Second of all, it just feels like every turn you, you do something, it's like, the best way I can say this for the average person to understand, let's say you've got a reporter, you got this thing to do. You turn it in, 
but you always fail. <laughs> and you can't get back to where your regular pay is. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, that's the best way I can explain it. It's like, and so now it got to where I just got tired of <clears throat> trying to figure out what I need to do, how I can win. Um, and I started thinking about way too much. Now at 85, you know, I think I'm 13 over right now. Yeah. Eating, drinking everything I want. And enjoying life again and enjoying training. You know, I'm training twice a day and I'm able to not pick and, you know, in the past, and Matt, Sarah, you probably understand this, is that there's times where you have to pick and choose which which uh, workout you're going to give your hardest in because you're not going to be able to recover for the second one. That's when you're cutting weight. Yeah, that's in my um, one, my 155 days for sure. <laughs> How did you feel... Is it an endurance? Th- I know the weight's a pain in the ass. The last, listen, you can make a case for your last fight with, with Magny because it was close. But this is my thing. Like, I want to know if it's if it's because of the, the weight, cutting the weight, if it's taking a toll. Because let me ask you, uh, listen. First of all, I want this to come out the right. I want this to come out the right way because I do respect you. And and like your fights, Amir Sadala, Charlie Brenneman, T.J. Wahlberger, John Fitch, Martin Campman. These guys are warriors, and these guys are tough. These guys are durable guys. You put them all asleep. You put them all away. Johnny, when you fought Robbie Lawler, I mean, the word is the word that comes to mind is ferocious. You were fucking ferocious, Johnny. Pardon my French. I get excited. But I, I, with your fight with Magny, you, you weren't so ferocious. You Listen, you're still a tough, durable dude. You're a gritty wrestler, and you got power. But I just don't see you believing in that left hand that puts so many people to sleep, Johnny. Are we going to see that at 185? What's up? That's what I'm hoping to see at 185 because, like I said, you know, yes, cutting weight because people, people, the average fan doesn't understand, and obviously people on Twitter don't understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Twitter, the, that, yeah. You know, here's the thing is that once they did the IV band, and you can, and anybody, and I tell anybody to do this, hey, go run yourself, go work out really hard one day. I don't care if you've worked out before in your life. Go work out. And then right afterwards, go get you an IV. And oh my gosh, you're gonna feel like a you feel you're gonna feel like you didn't work out yesterday. And that's what seventy did to me. Whenever I would get I would get so depleted, even though I had a great nutritionist for my last couple of fights, you're still gonna get depleted because you're you're changing your body. Um, and to, even though we're weighing in early in the morning, uh, your body can only flush so much water to where it needs. Um, and with an IV, you put it directly in the veins, it's going to go everywhere, and it's going to go everywhere very fast. So the next day, you feel like you didn't cut weight. And I get how why we don't need IVs. And I get that's why people like me that are cutting a lot of weight that have a hard time with it is smarter for us to fight closer to our weight. Yeah. And so for me, that's 185. And, and, you know, even right now, I feel like I, I have the power to hit hard. I have the endurance to do that. And that's what I'm hoping to see this fight is to go out there and not care. I'm just going to be like that's my goal is to be like I used to be. Go out there throw heavy haymakers, and see what happens. Um, And a lot of it boils back to um, 
I like to say too, it wasn't like making seventy. You know, isn't fun. It was never fun, Uh, and it took a toll on me mentally and physically. Where I was just like, you know what? I'm not enjoying this. Fighting's not fun. Uh, But I, I knew that I, I knew I needed to do that. But there's a part of me that knew that I needed to go to 85 once that new IV band came in. Hey, John, um, Johnny, can I jump and, in and ask you a question? Just if yeah. you don't mind me. When you talk about the weight cut, because for you know, again, you fought at welterweight for so long. It, what, are you cheating on the food, or was it? Because the food is a motherfucker, man. For any person, it's very, very hard, especially if you're working out so hard and you, and you just you're starving afterwards. Were you making certain decisions with the food? Like I know I shouldn't, but I can't. I mean, that that's a really hard thing. You know what? It is, but no, because I knew you know after I missed by that quarter of a pound. I, I was like, oh, my gosh, a quarter of a pound. You missed weight by a quarter of a pound. I don't want that to happen again. And so, no, I wasn't cheating on food because uh, here's the thing. For example, uh, you know, when you go to OSU, I can lose 10 pounds in three. You know, I'm going to lose 10 pounds of true weight in three days. Uh, and I'm going to lose 10 pounds every day. So, I, I try to use that to my advantage, and what I did is when we went up there, we we cut, I think we cut like, I think I lost like 23 pounds in two days. Wow. And once I did that, I was drinking water and doing everything I needed to do, but my body never replenished itself. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Uh, it never felt like I got back what I lost. Um and, and, you know, in, in, in MMA, you know, you might lose three, maybe four pounds of practice. That's at the most. Where in, and so you're doing two of those a day to equal eight pounds, maybe nine pounds, if you push it right. Where in two hours in wrestling practice, you're going to lose 10 pounds. John, you said you're walking around 13 pounds heavy. You're 198 right now? Yeah, yeah. Um, 198, and my goal is to hit... Uh, you know, tomorrow I plan on hitting 90, uh, so I'm going to show up uh, on Wednesday. That's my goal to show up on at 190. So I just have, you know, I can still work out. I can still do what I need to do, and I only have to worry about five pounds. <clears throat> and that's, uh, I think that's going to make it easier on me as well. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited to see you at middleweight. Yeah, you're I, fighting I, a very tough guy in Hector Lombard. You know that. Uh, yes, and you know, and and. And that's why, he, you know, he's ranked in the top 10 of 85. So that's a great thing. Um, and not only that, but he's, he, was, used to be a, he used to be a welterweight. I thought I was going to have to fight him at welterweight. Um, and he moved up. And with me wanting to move up too, uh, it actually sort of came to light perfectly uh, for, my, for me uh, and what I want to do. Um, but like I said, I, I, I really do believe I have the power to be at 85. I he, think that's what hurt me at 70. And John, just to jump, I, I don't think he is. He's not ranked. Number five is, um, Usasi. Wyman's four. Um, he's not, he's not ranked. Who's oh, that? he's not ranked. Oh, there you go. No. Oh, that's fine. Lombard. Hey, you know what? Here's the thing. I don't, you know, uh, <clears throat> I thought somebody told me that, but you know, again, Twitter people, you can't always believe what they say. But, and you know what, that's the thing is I never look at ranking. I don't, you know, uh, I don't really care. I just care that I enjoy the sport again. Sure. You know, and and that's what really to me is the key of my success, I think, is 
waking up every day, enjoying what I can do. Well, I was super impressed when, with Kelvin uh, at, at middleweight. I thought Kelvin Gaslin fought, fought amazing. Yeah. I mean, he fought Tim Kennedy, who's a killer, and, and he looked the best he's looked in age. I thought he looked the best he's looked ever. I mean, he looked great in that fight. So I'm really uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for similar results with you. I really want to see an energized, ferocious Johnny Hendricks in there. That, 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 I'm looking forward to that. Hey, you know what? So am I. So am I. And you know, that's really, that's why I think, you know, again, every practice I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting that back to what I used to have. Uh, because, you know, even at, you know, three years ago, making 170 wasn't hard. Uh, it was, you know, it, it was still an enjoyment to make welterweight. Uh, now, you know, making 85, like I said, I can eat and drink whatever I want, and I'm going to be 200 right now. And that's really what I've walked around the whole, you know, for this last five weeks is 200. And so my goal is to get down, touch, you know, 85, and then fight at 195. And, you know, when I fought GSP, when I fought Robbie, that's usually whenever I walked in at is right around 192 to 195. And so that's so pretty much everything that I did for welterweight, I'm gonna do for 85. And I don't want to make it harder on myself. That's why I'm trying to stay around 205, 200, so the weight cut's still easy. Right, right. So it doesn't it doesn't kill you. Yeah. Well, good luck, man. Uh, I, I love watching you fight. I mean, your fights are always entertaining. Me and too. Uh, Hector Lombard. I don't give it doesn't matter if he's ranked or not. He's still Hector Lombard. So that's that's a tough uh, kind of debut in the middleweight division fight to have to deal with. It's a great matchup. You know what? I, I agree with you. You know, he's, he's, he's always dangerous. You know, it, it, it reminds me of fighting Robbie. Yeah. It, you know, yeah. You, can't, you can't ever let your guard down. And that's something that's got me excited is that, you know, a guy I know for a fact that this guy's going to come after me. Oh, yeah. And, and those, are, those are whenever I do my best is whenever a guy sitting here saying, all right, not a guy that comes out there, throws two punches, and then starts backing up automatically. Uh, a guy that's going to actually come forward and try to hurt me as bad as I'm going to try to hurt him. Uh, and that's whenever I can shine the best, I believe. And that's what I'm sort of excited to see <clears throat> how it plays out. Because, you know, realistically, this could end in the first minute, first 30 seconds. Sure the first period uh, because we both have that kind of power. Um, and I believe that it's going to be me getting that finish. All right, Johnny, before we let you go, just one question. Cause you mentioned Twitter twice. What have people said on Twitter that annoys you? Like what is it? Cause that's kind of on your mind, obviously. Oh, well, you know, it's really not on my mind, but it, it, so one of my favorite, one of my favorite things is that USADA and steroids. What do you Those mean? Those are my two favorite. They're always like now that uh, they you know the oh, thing that makes you. one guy made me mad. Uh, it was one guy. I was sitting there. He said, "I guess GSP was right, and Johnny was on steroids because oh, now you. that Usada's came out, he hasn't looked as good." Isn't it funny how they can get you? They can get to you, even though you know they're full of shit, Johnny. I got listen. I got off Twitter. I told Jimmy my life is better. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't. I got one too many fat jokes. They can go screw themselves. I don't need it. <laughs> nah. I don't need it. <laughs> it's different if Jimmy does it. Fun. I, I would never. I know, but we play. <laughs> yeah, you know, what, 
And, you know, it, it didn't so much get to me. I just told him, I was like, well, first off, then obviously you don't know about the USADA band. Yeah. <clears throat> and I said, and second is, I just said it takes one to know one. Yeah, Johnny, you're a good guy. Well, and that's the thing is I go, and all I said was I said, you know what? If I'm taking steroids, I'm going to I'm gonna go after the guy that I'm getting them from because obviously they're not doing their part. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I do not look like I... You're funny. You know what I mean? I'm on, I must be, they must be water dosing me. That's all they're yeah, doing. Yeah, <laughs> you're getting a bad batch of juice. <laughs> uh, well, listen, you don't need the juice, man. We believe in you. And uh, we're really looking forward to this Sunday night. Yeah, co-main event in uh, Travis uh, Brown against Derek Lewis. Thank you, buddy, for calling, and uh, we'll talk to you again, okay? Good luck on hey, Sunday. Hey, thank you, guys. Y'all have a wonderful day. All right, All right, Johnny, you too. Take care, Johnny. Bye-bye. Such a good guy. I like Johnny, and I'm telling you. such a good guy. I know Chris, the producer, was a little um, concerned with his weight cut last time. He goes, y'all, you don't look too good. He's, it wasn't as bad as, I mean, it might have been a bad weight cut, but it does make you, you 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 do feel like you might ramble like when there's, there's times when i'd be make 155 and longo's like don't talk to anybody let's just get your weight in and get the hell out of you and get you back to being normal because i was just talking in circles and it, it's 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 a mother man why don't guys just and i get i know this just fight around their natural weight it just seems like the energy you i know that there's a big weight difference a guy goes up 20 pounds but it just seems like the weight you Cut the energy you lose from that has got to not be fucking worth. If you if you walk around at one ninety and you fight at one eighty five, that makes a lot more sense than going down to one seventy just because you get heavier. Right. Yeah. That energy you lose. I had sent Matt a video that I'd seen where Johnny was, you know, press was around and he just seemed yeah he was rambling. delirious. No, he was rambling you know, because he, he was yeah. dude, I'm, Johnny yeah. and I was like I'm concerned he's not going to make the weight because he it, really just didn't look you know what? healthy. You know? If you heard him talk just now, it was sim- it's not. It wasn't that it was a little off, yeah. But it was Johnny. It was Johnny oh, yeah. just making his points, like he just said, like when he was making points, like if I told you, like you know what the you have to lose this much weight. He was kind of saying the same thing, but yeah. a little off because he's sucked in looking like Gollum, and you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, of course. But, I love uh, the guy. I'm excited. To see what a fight. listen. I mean, I I really I want to see that ferocious. You he needs to be he needs to be that ferocious. Against Hector, yes, he does. Because this is the thing he can't just rely on that wrestling because Hector's not easy to get down at all. He's not if he, I mean, not for nothing. I don't know if Johnny can even get him down or keep him down. He's a hard guy to get down. Yes, he is. You're going to have to rely on that power now. And uh, I'll tell you, what a great matchup. That is a great matchup because Hector yeah. Lombard, and again, I'm not just saying it because he's my height, dangerous as hell, man. Dangerous, powerful. This is going to be fun. Yeah. It's going to be fun, Johnny. Jim, yeah. Jimmy. That's okay. You call me Johnny. You're talking about Johnny. I don't mind. I know. I get excited. Hendrix um, Lombard is the co-main, and the main is uh, is Lewis Brown. Both really, really and it's on uh, and this weekend. It's is it on what, Sunday where, night? It's on. Tell me where it's on. Uh, it's on FS1. The main card starts at nine p.m. Wait a minute. What is Monday? President's Day, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Is it this coming? Wait a it might be this coming Monday, my but kids, the, this kids, fight's on Sunday. When is President's Day? Because it's usually the night before a holiday. Yeah, all I know yeah. is my kids are off a week next week. Why? I don't know, but they're home for a week. <laughs> What's the date that it's, this uh, fight with is? It's recess. Yeah, but, President's um, Day is the 20th, so this is on the 19th. Okay. So that's right. Did I say the 11th? I'm so stupid. No, the 11th was uh, the last pay-per-view. That was a pay-per-view. This ain't a pay-per-view. No, I know. Yeah, man. I just um, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to this weekend. But listen, I know we gotta, we're gotta. we going to get out of here soon, but really quick. Back to that, sure. that Jacare fight. I want to talk about that because I, I thought of you immediately. Oh, my God. I wish so, I was going to watch so, it with I mean, you, but I wasn't he, invited to the party. It I was so... Oh, you're always invited. I'm just kidding. Jimmy. You, I'd fatten you up, man. Oh, my God, Jimmy. I'll tell you right now. I woke up last night. I, I did three cock duties. 
Not a boy. I had a stomach ache. That's all right. A little tummy I'm okay ache. now. I don't I'll rub talk. your belly. A little tummy I don't ache. Don't talk about it. It's all right. But uh, anyway, and there's times that I just jump right in the shower because I'm very clean. After you shit. Jim, I do the two wipes. I tests. shit in the shower. Oh, then you do the waffle stomp? Yeah. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> you know, you have to smash it through the fucking yes. thing. I, swear, I have this girl, I told you before, this girl Liz, one of my purple belts, she's she's more vulgar than uh, than anybody, and she just says stuff that's sick. You ever do the waffle stomp? Like, what is that, Liz? Oh, you take a shit in the shower, you stomp it through the drain. I go, thank you, Liz. Thank you. That's it's awesome. sick. But, uh, but anyway... So listen, Tim Boats, like we said before, you can, you can hit the guy with a bat. He's coming at you. Yes. That's the beauty of Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Chuck Ray took him down. Got, he got that mount position. And, and again, this guy's a hard guy to hold down, man. Good wrestling background. The way he's built like a barrel. <laughs> you know, he's hard to hold down. And uh, look, Yushin Yakami was on him, mounted, beating the crap out of him. He got out and he put the guy away with uppercuts. I mean, he's a tough, tough dude. So yeah. that just shows you. Just, I mean, the art of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, what a beautiful thing. He got that Kimura. And when he got the Kimura, Jimmy, the, how he distributed his weight was just masterful. What he did was, when he got the arm, right away he brought his outside leg, his outside knee went right to his hip. So so, so Tim couldn't use his bottom arm to protect that arm. If that, he came over, so he's got all his weight on it. So when he brought that over his body... Tim Boach, a guy that could take a beating amongst he, the guy, uh, legendary for taking beatings they get, and coming back, he has to say uncle immediately. He has, to, he has to, you know why? Because then he's gonna have to be like Minotauro with a steel plate in his shoulder. That thing's coming off. That's so. That's what's so devastating about Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. They call it, they call Jiu Jitsu the gentle art. Yeah, it's gentle because you don't have to throw a punch. But guess what? This guy doesn't. Say, Uncle, he's getting, a, he's getting a, a new shoulder. They immediately threw ice on his shoulder, too, I think oh they said. Oh, God, it was Immediately beautiful. in it the ring. It was so devastating. The way he put that on, it's like, hey, dude, ta I'm tapping. There's no here. way to get out of that. No, you're screwed. No, yeah. then you're, you're, it's dead to rights. You're done. You're done. Look, you think Minot Minotauro had, he despised uh, Frank Mir. Yeah. When Minotauro fought Frank Mir, they fought twice. The second time he fought him, he was winning. He was winning on his feet. He put him down. He laid him down with, with strikes. But then he, you know, he's so ballsy and he believes he's in jiu-jitsu. He jumped on him. He shouldn't have. He should have backed up. And this is when, this is one of those times where he shouldn't have followed him down. Sure. He should have, unless, back up and let that guy up. He jumped on him. Frank Mir got a hold of Minotaur's arm and in a Kimura and he got it behind his back. And you see him try to roll out of it. Try, and it was inevitable that he's getting this thing. And not only did he get it, he got that thing and he just, and Minotaur did not want to tap because he's a fucking warrior. He ended up either tapping or verbally tapping, and then he had to get a steel plate in his shoulder. I mean, the thing was done. So you gotta, it's it's over, man. And, this, and again, I've been using a lot of Kimuras lately. So when he got that thing, and I seen him right away, the way he, he moved up his down to his low his head towards his lower body, and again he put that outside knee to his hip. So Tim couldn't use that arm to try to protect that other arm. He got it behind his back. The one leg sprawled out, the other leg up with total leverage. I mean, because it's not like Jock Ray's getting it and after he gets that that submission, you see him go, no. He's everything because yeah. he's it's 100% leverage. And I tell my guys, my students, especially when they're first starting off, especially my advanced guys, when you're getting a submission, whether you're pulling off a submission or a reversal or an escape, the energy bar shouldn't be getting moved that much if you're doing it correctly. Otherwise, you're committing to a move. There's a fine there's a fine line between committing and forcing a move. If you find yourself going for a submit, oh, I got the arm lock. 
No, that you're going for it wrong. You're not breaking the grip correctly, or you should be moving on. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes sense. So when he got this, sense. he got this thing on. It was dead to rights, and the way he did it was picture perfect. It was a. It wasn't. How about this? The, the big dude that you love, Francis. Francis did you see his Kimura? I did. Standing. It was awful. Oh, now listen wonderful. to me. It's a thing of beauty. He could get away with that. No, when he got it, when he was on top of him, put him down with it. It'll work. It'll break the guy's arm. But part of the reason why he got it is because he's strong, so strong as shit. Yeah. And he got it like, I'm like, wow. I mean, he got it. It will break the shoulder. But if you look at that compared to Jocker Rays, Jocker Rays was a thing of beauty. Was that sense. one of the nicest ones you've seen? Oh, my God. Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy it was You loved awesome. it, right? I, I'll show you a picture. I think I sent you a picture of it. Did I send you guys both a picture of it? No. No. You no? Think. You I did it like how many mass techs. <laughs> I loved it. It was so beautiful, Jimmy. It was, it was, you know why? Because this is a submission. It's not like, oh, should I tap? Maybe, I, all right, I could tap. Sometimes that that's like that with a choke because you feel yourself about to go yep. out. But when you go for an arm lock or, or, or a shoulder or a leg, it shouldn't be uh Oh, all right, maybe you got me. It should be all right. My my leg's gonna come I'm off. I'm done. My arm's gonna come off. That's the the how beautiful and how brutal jujitsu could be. All right, I got. I my love rant. listening I got my, to it. I got my rant out. No, I thought you know of what? you the second I saw it. I I texted Matt after. I texted I think during the Brunson Silver fight. Yeah, but uh, you yeah. know what's funny, Jimmy? I got people hit me up either on Instagram, or whatever, because I'm off Twitter now. And sometimes they'll write to me that they're, uh, I get messages that they they start up jujitsu because they hear me how much I love it. I am going to start jujitsu, <laughs> and I like that. My I right love tendonitis. I texted Anthony Bourdain's a buddy of mine, yes. and he takes jujitsu, and he recommended it highly. He's like, it's addicting. You're it's gonna so love great. it. So great, uh, but I, and so I want to take it with your uh, with your uh, at Henzo's. You friend, let me yeah. know; I will have them. They will be ready for you. But uh, all right, listen. Uh, Tell we, them we, my cardio is not good. I'll do the best oh, I can, oh, guys. Yeah. Hi. When, when you learn the moves, <clears throat> when you start learning the pieces, that I don't want to get made fun of and mocked nah. and humiliated. No, nah, no, I'm kidding. Oh. I don't care. <laughs> you know, I, I enjoy only, those things. That's sexually. only on your dates. <laughs> yeah, you beat me to it. Thank you to our guest today, uh, Derek Lewis and Johnny Hendricks. I really want to see Derek Lewis in person. He's a very dry sense of humor. I like his sense of humor. Yeah. I thought he was funny. Look at this. Yeah, that is. Oh my god, it's a Kimura. Wow, look at that. Look at that. No, it was beautiful. I thought this of you when Jacques, I was watching. This is Jacare's Kimura. Look at that. That's going to touch the back of his head. He's about to straighten his right leg, so he has 100 percent leverage on that thing. And I think he could take it off and put it on his. There's mantle. really not much Tim can do there. No, no, yes, uh, Uncle. It always makes me nervous when I see stuff like that. It's like, please just tap quick. Oh, like no, it always dude. worries me that their yeah. other hand might not that, be available. That, that, the, the By the way, look at Jacare's face one. in that. Yeah, he's really putting pressure on that. Oh, well, he's yeah, saying, yeah. "Hey, dude, you're out of here." Was that Minotaro uh, uh, Mir fight? Yes. Uh, when they snake rolled. Oh yeah. That well, was, yes. he had it behind yeah, his back. He, yeah. And when he has it behind his back, you could oh, you could do a forward roll, but if they or s- crocodile roll. Yeah. They called it a snake roll. No, no, the crocodile rolls. You're thinking when he has the the um like the the. He's going for like the Doris choke and the Anaconda the choke. Like that's when they that's what you call. Is that the same fight that they did that? No, well they did a roll around, but it was basically oh, arm was behind. It. It's good. The arm was behind the back. Is that when they rolled around like two reptiles? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, all I know is Kamora's for everyone. I love it. Um, I want you to show me a Kamora standing after we get off the air. You got it, man. I'll gentle. Let me let me amend yeah. that. I want well, you usually to gently show your friend a Kimura. Yeah, just, just it's hard. You can't really finish standing. You have to. Um... Oh yes, I can. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Oh, you sick bastard! What else do we have? That's it. So much actually more to talk about, but let's save some for for um, next podcast. Can we say who we have an in or no? Yeah. Or is it premature? Yeah, I think, no, I think well, it's okay I to say. Want to keep the yeah. suspense? Yeah. Let's keep everybody. Let's in suspense. say this: we are going to talk 
about Max Holloway, Jose Aldo, Ooh. which has been announced. When is that fight happening? Uh, June 3rd in Rio de Janeiro, Fuck. Brazil. Yo, Max, Ooh. Max, is, yeah. Max, don't give a beep. Why am I beeping? A I shit. He doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give a hoot. Right. He doesn't give a hoot. I'm trying to clean up my act. But, uh, dude, the guy's going to Brazil to fight him. He doesn't give a shit. Dude, and pff, that guy's That's on a, a mission. That's a great fight. He's on a guy. Listen, guys like Max Holloway, guys like uh, Tony Ferguson. I like watching these guys. Ferguson. Can I be, say that because oof. these are. Oh, that, that Who's Tony. Your, who are you picking? I know you want El Kakui dance. I really, I love, I, I, the, how about this? I love his skill set. I love his attitude more than anything. I love Tony Ferguson's attitude because he's a bad motherfucker and he's got a well-rounded skill set. Having said that, I, I just, Khabib is just, I, that guy, I'm just, you know how much I love Kimura. You I see that Kimura? That, oh, what about, how about this? We never touched base on this. How about he said when he fought Michael Johnson, and it, they, what I love about Khabib's shit talk, it's very direct and it's not, he means, he's basically saying what he's going to do. Yeah. And it's, hey, listen to me, it's fucking, he's a, I, I said it, he's a monster movie, this guy. He's a nightmare. Yeah. He's a nightmare. He gets on top of you and he's grappling. Oh my God. But he said, this is what he said. And uh, I, I don't want to misquote him, but he basically said that when he had Michael Johnson in that Kimura, he was very easy. Because that could change your whole oh, that's career. That's right. He, he was easy with it. You yep. don't want to hurt it to him. But, and he said he gets he gets Tony Ferguson in that position. He wants to break his arm, Dude. right? <laughs> that listen to me. That's a that's listen. That's going to make uh, El Kakui. He's got and he's and he's good on it. Good off his back. He works a lot with Eddie Bravo. Very dangerous rubber guard. Very elastic. Uh, uh, Khabib is very good at posturing out of submissions, laying down strikes, and then getting a, a superior position. Getting passing the guard, he's always he's never in that butterfly guard. Right away, he's putting a leg in the middle, so he's got one. He's taking away half the guy's attack. He's striking. He's knee cutting. He's passing. He's looking for Kamoras. Dude, I'm getting so I'm gonna have a hard. No, no, I can't wait for that fight. <laughs> I can't. What is I that? I can't wait. What is that, that fight? fight? That's March fourth. That's the same as Woodley Wonderboy. Too. That's the that's the yeah. Coleman. And I yeah. think that's when Logan's coming out. <laughs> so, oh, I did you see the trailer for Logan? I didn't like. I it. don't. I'm gonna. I don't even want to talk to you. Did you see it? Did you see it? <laughs> yeah, it was. It looked good. Oh my god, nerdgasm, Jimmy. Yeah, it looked Nerd good. Nerdgasm. No, what gets me excited? What was the song they used? Oh, hurt. Yeah, and there's Johnny a new Cash. one. There's a new one out. There's a new trailer out for that. And I, we, I know we're getting out of here now, but That's I, okay. I only I get animated. I can't. I can't listen. I'm a married guy. Now you I talk about whatever you like, my friend. Listen, I'm happy to be here with you. I, I listen, Jimmy. Jimmy. God. <laughs> I just like saying Christopher Dosa. It's a hey, what's with the air conditioning? That, that Logan trailer looks so good. There's yeah. a second trailer out, and it's it looks so great. And thank God for that. And by the way, a big f you for that. Sh you shitting your pants before I, I kept it together. Oh, I'm a professional. That? Did you get any? And that? I don't think he realized. I got it. It wasn't as bad as the. Did you just do something else? I did not know. A, you, a little the, gas no, snuck out. Listen, by to me, he did a gasser during that. Uh, was I it Johnny, Johnny or Derek? Hendricks yeah. or, or Derek? It, I think it might have been a Derek. little gas snuck out. I, but I, I mean, it's, it wasn't as bad as the other day. But oh, but it was. It wasn't. Did you good. get any of that? Oh, do, what? I didn't think you smelled it, dude. It's like a, he does like a heat-seeking missile. His thoughts go right to my nostril. Yeah, it's like it like goes right to it. It was an accident. I got nervous. I was All so excited right, to be on the phone. Little gas snuck out. All right, listen to me. I uh, I don't disagree. I don't listen. I don't kiss the boss's ass, Dana. No, Dana. I don't was... kiss Dana's ass. I get along with Dana good. I, I break the guy's balls. That's why he has me on the uh, Dana White looking for a fight with him because he knows right. I can break his balls. But I disagree with him. 
I fucking enjoyed this last Well, that's weekend. where you and I part company. I agree with the boss wholeheartedly. You thought that card was shit? No, I'm on thinner ice in the UFC than you are. Oh, you think so? You're a legend. I don't I'm know. Just, I'm just kind of fucking... A legend. That's hanging nice. out. Thank you. Um, no, you're not. You, you are a legend. And, oh, uh, cut it out, Matt. Let's no, just get no, out of here. You're good. You're good. <laughs> but listen to me. I, I think Dane is wrong. I enjoyed the hell out of that card. But uh, hey, listen. I'm just an Uber fan. Yeah, well, I'm not. I like Lyft. I'm a Lyft fan! Boo. Uh, they can't all us. be gems. Uh, mine's listen stunk to me. and you're stung too. Good for us. All right, Jimmy. <laughs> I, listen, I, I, I'm going to see you in a couple days, and uh, I miss you already. Goodbye, buddy. Bye, pal. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.